Hello, and welcome to Evolving Consciousness, the podcast where you discover more about the invisible world of energy, consciousness, spirituality, and all the things that help you create your dreamiest life and business yet. Here's your host, Stacey Hartman. Hello, and welcome back. So today we're going to go through another transcript from a channeling session that I had. This is the raw transcript coming through as potent and as pure as it possibly can come through as if you were sitting next to me as I was channeling this information in. Before I dive into today's topic, I just want to share this particular episode and all of these episodes. I just simply invite you to listen with an open heart, feel into what resonates with you, what creates some sort of emotional reactivity, what creates points of awareness for you to just dig in a little deeper and uncover more about yourself and about your own personal spiritual journey in waking up and awakening to your next level of consciousness. Not everything I say is meant to land with each and every one of you. Each of you are going to be receiving it very differently based on your current level of consciousness. And in fact, I hear over and over again that people come back and listen to my teachings, the trainings, anything that I've done over and over again. And every single time they come back, they start to hear it through a new lens, through a new perspective, and pick up even more nuances of the messages coming through. So if this feels like it's blowing your mind a little bit, if you don't feel quite ready to receive this message, I invite you to just let it go. You don't need to finish this podcast, but if it is speaking to you, soak it in and remember that many of these messages are being received on multiple levels, not just at the mind level. All right. So today's topic is going to be very interesting. It is a message all about your light soul family and your dark soul family and how we have misconstrued some of these pieces that are happening in our lives. Some of the triggers that are happening, some of the frustrations that we have with other people, some of our most uh, irritating relationships and the deeper purpose behind them. Now, before I get into this topic of discerning and understanding the light soul family and the dark soul family and why they are both showing up in your world, I just want to share that this started actually dropping in with a client that I was working with who was experiencing an incredible trigger around another person. And of course, right, all of our triggers are around other people. But ultimately, uh, as soon as she was sharing this trigger and I was kind of channeling uh, information specific for her in that situation, a vision dropped into my mind, Uh, a clairvoyant experience happened. And I started to see little magnets all over our bodies. And I was very curious about this and it didn't fully drop in. It was just a quick flash image, which is normally how clairvoyance happens is through imagery, through pictures, but sometimes they come so fast, it's hard to grasp why they're dropping in or what they actually mean. So that's where this channeling session started was I had 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 that vision and I didn't understand what it was. I didn't really know what it was attempting to uh, relay to me and specifically about this topic around triggers. And as I was communicating more with my client about her personal triggers. 
And so when I went into the channeling session, I was holding that question, you know, what was that vision all about this vision of magnets all over the body? What was that about? And that's where the channeling session started and they filled in more of the details. So I was able to have the clairvoyance at the beginning and then clairaudience came through, through this trance channeling and being able to speak it out and still more clairvoyance as well. They kept dropping more pictures in. This entire channeling session, for me personally, receiving it as a human was very difficult for a number of reasons. One, the topic in and of itself was really hard for me to digest and actually assimilate into my own energy field. It was shattering my own paradigms and some of the the righteousness that I was holding on to very tightly. The other thing that was challenging was what they are trying to explain to me, the beings of light, what they were trying to explain to me was around topics that I, my mind is not well-trained in around the chakra system and our energy and our energy centers. And all of these things are very loosely learned about, but I don't have a direct knowledge with it. So I was having a hard time understanding some of the messages that were coming through because my mind kept interfering. And so you're going to see there's points that that articulation was difficult to translate and, and I was kind of getting in my own way as it was coming through. My guess is, is that some of you who are hearing this message actually probably have more pieces of this to fill in, meaning you're maybe more well-versed in the chakra system or how energy moves through the physical body. And if that is you, and if you have more information that you want to contribute to this conversation, I welcome it and invite it. You can reach out to us at any time at hello at stacyhartman.com. I just love any additional insights that might be coming through where there's gaps in my own knowledge that you have some expertise and maybe can even make more sense of this for the mind, right? Because our mind loves to eat this stuff up as well. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the actual transcript and the channeling session around the dark soul family and the light soul family. Last night, you had a vision. You had a vision that there were little magnets in different aspects of the energy body and energetic aura. And this is true. These are little magnets that create your triggers and the magnets call in the people, the frequency, the experiences on both ends of the spectrum. These magnets are connected to the chakra system, depending on where they are located and the types of situation and people who are called in. Each person has leaks in their chakra energy systems. These are their buttons and their triggers. And at any time that they have a deep emotional reactivity, those buttons and triggers or magnets get pushed. It's simply revealing where their chakras are not in balance and where they are leaking energy from their subconscious minds and programming. And what happens is that they magnetize to these things. They call forth all of these opportunities to recognize where these magnets or leaks in their energy are. And this is the purpose of triggers and buttons. Everybody's energetic system, no matter how many times you balance your chakras, have little holes in them. These little holes are your buttons, your triggers. And the reason why this is so important is not because you are leaking energy out of these holes, but because you are not even aware that they exist. This is how you tap into more of your creative potential. 
This is how you tap into your next evolution of consciousness. This is how you unlock more of who you are. And this is how you evolve humanity. It is all hidden, these little black holes, magnets in your chakra system. And each one, each little hole or magnet is a specific trigger. And every single trigger is connected to the shadow. And everybody has these shadows. It is a part of your human experience, a part of your journey of being human to have these. And all of these little black holes are where energy also leaks. And even though they are where energy leaks, it's also when you recognize the magnificence of this black hole. The goal is not to heal or balance or plug these little nicks in our chakra system. The goal is simply to become aware of them. It is through our awareness that they spontaneously heal themselves. However, if you think that you are going to heal or balance your chakras in order to get somewhere, that is an unbalanced intention in and of itself. These little black holes are these magnet centers. We are having a hard time articulating this and bringing it forward in a way that makes sense. However, we are trusting that it will come if we keep massaging it. All right, Stacy here. I was having a really hard time. They kept repeating themselves about magnets and energy centers and all of these things. And they kept repeating themselves. And, and my interpretation of that, or I believe why that was happening was I was having a really hard time following what they were saying. And I know now why I was having a hard time following was because I couldn't reconcile that these, if these holes were good or bad. And I just was really struggling with that these leaks are, are, are bad and they have to be fixed, or this is how we balance chakras. And so my mind kept going into trying to understand what this was and how to solve it, which is what our mind does. And so as a result, I believe they kept coming back with more messages to try and keep my mind at bay. And, um, and this was all happening simultaneously in simultaneous time. I mean, I'm receiving the messages. I'm trying to understand the messages and it was like, does not compute is basically how it was coming through. And so, uh, so they just kept, kept, uh, 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 you know, actually what I love is at the end, they gave me some some peace to really release my mind. And, and so then they continued the message forward from there. This is such a fascinating process. I, I still don't really know everything that's happening and I probably never will, but they continued on and uh, it did bring me some peace when they said, we'll just keep massaging it. We're having a hard time articulating it. So let's carry back on to them now massaging this message a little bit further in a way that hopefully my own mind doesn't interfere anymore. We are showing you pictures of the human body and these energy centers that you are aware of. And what we want to show you is not that they are actually energy leaks like you were originally interpreting. They are actually energy vortexes. These little black holes in your energy systems are energy vortexes because they are calling in different experiences. And the experiences that they are calling in are there to support your growth. It is very hard for us to articulate this process. It's very different than maybe you've been told before. These little black holes are revealing aspects of yourself that you have not acknowledged, that are repressed. 
They are calling forward a different aspect of your soul family. Many of you think of soulmates as being the people that you were divinely meant to be in partnership with. And many of you think of soulmates as family. Many of you think that that soul family are those that think, feel, and vibrate at the same frequency as you. And this is true, yet there is another soul family as well. And they are your greatest teachers. And they are for your deepest purpose and go to the deepest parts of your roots. And they lock together like a chain, your light, soul family, and your other teachers. This interlocking chain comes together for a very important purpose. Most people aren't willing to acknowledge this part of their soul family. There is the light soul family and the dark soul family, and both are your family. And you treat the dark soul family as the black sheep. However, they are a crucial part of your evolution and growth. And those little holes in your chakra system are the ones that call in the dark soul family. And the dark soul family are the ones who trigger you and upset you. Their energy is still a vibrational match, just like your light soul family. The dark soul family's energy is a vibrational match to your subconscious. The light soul family is a vibrational match to your awareness and consciousness that you are aware of. Now, this is where it got interesting as I was coming back through this transcript. One thing I got really curious about is I'm fascinated with human design, uh, the gene keys, astrology. And one of the things that kind of popped for me as I was reading back through this transcript is I was curious to know if the dark soul family is somehow connected to our undefined centers in our human design chart. And if our light soul family is somehow connected to our defined centers, it just feels like maybe there's some sort of connection there. I don't know enough about uh, human design and the gene keys, but it's definitely something that sparked me. And if you're somebody who's an expert in that, I'd love to hear your thoughts on if you're experiencing or seeing any sort of connection to the human design chart and all of that stuff with what the beings of light were channeling through around the dark soul family and the light soul family. So that was just one little note I wanted to add in as I was processing through this, this channeling session. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go back to the transcript. This message is predominantly for those who have been on a spiritual journey and who have tapped into themselves for quite a while, for they are the ones who know their light soul family well, very well. And there are many of you who are connected to your light soul family, but without acknowledgement and recognition of your dark soul family, you actually aren't fully connected to your soul. And therefore there is no family. Ouch. <laughs> I'm just going to pop in here again. Whew, that one strikes a bit of a chord with me personally as somebody who's been on a spiritual journey for a long time and really immerse myself in consciousness and spiritual growth and had it probably passed down for generations from especially my, my mother's lineage, this idea that we're not fully connected to our soul without complete acknowledgement of the dark soul family kind of stung a little bit for me because it, it means, of course, like it's stung because 
I think what my ego mind says is, but I've done so much work and there's so much to do yet. There's still so many things out into the world, you know, and people and, and whether they're people close to me or people, um, in the public eye that just, I still have so much dark soul family to accept. And it's really easy to not accept them. It's really easy to find them irritating. And I want to be careful here too, because when I say acceptance, it doesn't mean rationalizing. Again, this is consciousness maintenance. When we are trying to talk ourselves into something that our heart and soul actually isn't bought into. True acceptance is buy-in from every single level, buy-in from your heart and your mind and your gut and all of you really, truly accepting from that place. Not from talking yourself into accepting, not from saying, oh, you know, they're just doing the best they can, or maybe they were having a really bad day, or uh, I'm sure they didn't really mean it, or everybody has light, you know, the light in me sees the light in you. And then in our actual energy field, be thinking like, you're a jerk. You just ticked me off. Like you can't really have it both ways. If there's still judgment, there's not acceptance. And so that's why this one really stung is, is I'm realizing like, wow, how uh, many magnets I have. And also hearing this message to say, basically this pathway is revealing itself for me through these triggers. So I have a mixed response to some of this message. Part of it is, oh shit, I got a lot going on in here. And another part of it is, wow, there is still so much available for me to uncover and to grow into. And I think about the incredible spiritual gifts that have already revealed themselves to me. I mean, what else is possible as I continue to lean into the acceptance and seeing so many of the things that I don't really enjoy or that bother me as a part of my family, as a part of me and my growth and, and start to see them through a lens of love, which ultimately is unconditional love, right? I mean, what else is available for me and for humanity if this really is a pathway that's being laid in front of us to explore? And that leaves me feeling excited. And that leaves me feeling curious and in anticipation and so that's the two reactions I'm having at this point to this message. And maybe you're having a similar reaction or maybe something totally different, but I do think it's a fascinating thing to start exploring. All right, let's go ahead and dive into more of this transcript. This is a part of the divine orchestration process for you to have light soul family and dark soul family. The light souls are those you feel and know are divinely orchestrated to be on your path and to help your evolution in the most enjoyable way. The people you feel deep love and connection in your heart for, the people that you would say have a very strong resonance or like energy to you, this is your light soul family. And the people that you resonate least with are your dark soul family. The reality is, is that if they are in your field at all, they are serving a higher purpose. The neglect, avoidance, disdain, and judgment for those in your dark soul family is what is preventing you from evolving to the next version of who you can become. Your dark soul family and all those people that bother you, that irritate you, and they can be close or distant, or even if it's just people you're seeing in the public eye, 
that trigger you or are annoying. They are all a part of your dark soul family for a very unique purpose. You are calling them in from your subconscious. You are calling in two versions of your family, two opposites, but the same. These are the energy imprints, blueprints, energetic essences that you are calling forth. Similar essences in both the dark and the light through an energetic framework. The dark based on your subconscious shadows that you are unaware of and really don't want to see. And your dark family is where you judge and project. You leave. You want to run in the other direction from your dark family as opposed to recognizing why they are here. It's really quite incredible that source drops it in for you on both sides. For you to be able to become aware and recognize the subconscious shadows that are interfering with your ability to experience wholeness and completeness. It's really quite incredible that you can magnetize what appears to be opposites, but are actually the same energy. This is a very big concept to realize that they are all family. And what we've been unwilling to acknowledge as the dark soul family, that until we fully acknowledge and accept and lean into this dark soul family, we are leaving half of ourselves on the table. We are playing small. We are not fulfilling our potential. And we are complete. Okay, so that's the end of this channeling session. And it's fascinating to think that for those of you who have been on a spiritual journey for quite some time, who've really stepped into a level of mastery of calling forward your soul tribe, your soul relationships, synchronicity, magic, all the things that if you find yourself getting stuck or feeling like things really slowed down, or like maybe things aren't working the way that they have in the past, or that the magic has just fizzled a little bit. Maybe, just maybe, this is your invitation to start exploring the other half of the equation. It feels to me like Gus, God Universe Source, drops in that light soul family for us to experience truly that magic and that power of synchronicity and connection and resonancy and purpose and a part of the synchronistic grid that truly it's all, all divinely orchestrated, that that he drops in that gift first for those of us on this spiritual journey. And then we reach kind of a, a stopgap where we find we can't really go as fast or as far as we were maybe moving in our first initial quantum leaps in consciousness. And that might be when we're asked to lean into this other half of the equation, into the dark soul family. Now, I know for me personally, when this message came through, they actually shared a personal message with me. I wasn't sure if I was going to share it here or not, but one of the relationships in my life that has been the most tumultuous and the most challenging, and I don't know if I'm quite yet to the most rewarding is the relationship with my mother. And I, as I received this message, I really understood how divinely orchestrated it was that I chose her, my soul chose her to be my mother. You know, there were times in our relationship where we uh, uh, discontinued it, where we went to therapy to see basically like either 
I'm going to divorce myself from you in this relationship, or we figure it out. And one of the things that she's really been my core teacher on and of is that my mind and my subconscious was really good, really good at only remembering my victim stories and really good at blocking out all of the amazing things that we had and that we shared throughout my childhood. And the further we went into the dark places, the less I was able to see or even consider that there was anything good in this relationship. Every memory seemed to have the same overtone, which was my own victimhood. And I remember at one point when we went to therapy and there's just a few moments, I got these glimpses of the higher purpose of her in my life and how much and how pivotal she's been for my own growth and evolution and how easy it would have been to just stay in my righteousness and, and avoid and, and judge and all of that. But I remember a very specific point in a therapy session a number of years ago when things were really hard. I remember her looking at me and just saying, can't you remember? Don't you remember these things? And when she said it, all of these memories started flooding back into my mind that I had repressed. The really beautiful, loving memories, the really sweet, incredible ways that she mothered me and helped me become the woman that I am today. And then there was another time when our relationship took a turn and, and we had a huge falling out and we shut off communication for months. And at this time, I'm, I'm now older. I have older kids and she wants to spend time with her grandkids and, and be a grandma. And I remember, you know, I, again, the stories I was telling myself, like I was so in my righteousness and so in my judgment and so unwilling to see the whole picture. I could only see the picture that perpetuated my own projection field and perpetuated like everything that was subconscious that I didn't want to acknowledge or become aware of in myself. And, and this particular time I was really nervous. I hadn't seen my mother or spoke to her. All communication was going through my husband. He was like the gatekeeper of communication during this time. This was maybe uh, just a few years ago, not all that long ago. And I remember we were going to pick up the kids after she had them and we were on an anniversary trip and I was nervous to see her. And the minute I stepped out of the car, I saw in her eyes, this incredible amount of love flooding through. And I felt so seen and so loved and it shifted everything. And that was the moment that I remembered for basically for like, forever. Like it was no longer just like, remember, forget, remember, forget, go on this self never ending cycle of, I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I love you. Like, and it was after that moment, like I couldn't, it was a, it was an experience that happened throughout all of me. And I couldn't ever forget that. And so from that moment, it was in an instant, our relationship forever changed. And it was it was, we turned the page after years, I mean, probably 15 to 35, you know, 20 years of this cycle of judgment and frustration and disconnect and missing memories and only remembering the things that served 
the narrative and the story that kept me a victim and that kept me stuck and forgetting all the rest. And I think it's just interesting how deep this subconscious or these black holes go and how in order to become aware, you know, like, like the beings of light said in this channeling session, these aren't things that need to be fixed. They will spontaneously heal the minute we become aware of them and accept them. And I feel like that's those couple moments that I shared with you just now about my mom. Like that was that spontaneous healing. That was the instant that we would, we, we, we stopped a cycle that had played out many, many, many times. And there's more cycles I'm sure to be stopped that I can't even see yet in my subconscious. But I think what's so beautiful and profound and incredible about this message is just even setting the intention and having a willingness to see the people who trigger you as a part of your family, your real family, as a part of your greatest evolution and growth, not from a place of rationalization, not from a place of justifying, but from a true place of, of awareness and acceptance about why this stuff is actually here. Now, I shared these very personal stories and how they've played out for me. And now I also want to bring up what's been happening in the world and with especially politics in the United States, just because that's the existence that I'm in right now. And I see how much polarity and how much hatred there is on both sides. And at this time, you know, December 20th, 2021, our current president is Joe Biden. And our previous president was Donald Trump. And both of these men who are on opposite sides of the political arena, and I don't know if they can agree on much, energetically the exact same men, just represented in two totally different ways. The only reason I know that energetically the exact same men is because of the amount of polarity that they both are able to create. And really exploring and taking a look at like if what if you are on any side of this coin and haven't found your your pathway to the middle or to neutrality or to curiosity but to really explore like some of these figures throughout history you know what if on some level their own darkness being a contributing factor to and affecting humanity in all these ways, what if on some level they're also revealing the victimhood stories that we're holding on to? The narrative and the stories that keep perpetuating the same paradigm and belief framework that we're running our lives from and closing us off from being able to see a whole nother side of the story. Just like with my mom and that moment when all of the other memories started flooding in. How much are we actually really seeing with judgment? How much of the story can we really interpret and integrate and make a conscious choice from if we recognize we are only seeing half of the story to perpetuate the current existence and the subconscious programming that's running the show underneath what we're aware of? So my invitation to you is if you look at these public figures that you find triggering, and there are a gazillion examples, 
my invitation to you is to set an intention to see beyond the things that perpetuate or confirm your bias, to be willing to open up your perspective to something other than what perpetuates your righteousness, your judgment, and your current paradigm. Because if you set that intention, you're going to start seeing things through a totally different lens and more of the story will start revealing itself to you on both ends of the spectrum. And that's what leads us to a place of neutrality. That's what leads us to a place of seeing the whole picture and you cannot make a conscious choice until or unless you see the whole picture. And through a lens of judgment and righteousness and victimhood and fear, you can't even see a sliver of the picture. And all of your choices are being made from the sliver that you're seeing. It is only when we start to crack open and allow the rest of the picture to reveal itself that we can start making more conscious choices that you can step into your sovereignty. One of the foundation principles that we have at IPEC, the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, is the greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. You don't have freedom of choice until or unless you recognize your dark soul family for what it is, your own evolution and growth. And it is the most challenging and hardest and You'll have to be willing to shatter your own paradigms and be wrong and change your mind and switch sides. You have to be willing to do all of that in order to actually make a conscious choice. Otherwise, it's all just choices to perpetuate the current reality, to perpetuate and confirm your own biases. And this is what I've been witnessing. And many of you who have been getting these same messages have been witnessing hugely over the last couple of years. That is all for this episode. It was an incredible message from the channeling session and another message that was just itching to come through me there at the end as I shared some of my own personal experiences with very close dark soul family and then broadening it out to public dark soul family and how that contributes to the collective. My intention and hope is that there's some new questions percolating inside of you, a new willingness to see beyond your current reality, for it is only then that you're able to create a new reality and to support all of humanity through that because every little ounce or inch of your own growth creates a ripple effect of unseen impact in the entire collective. So thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting at the next one. Thank you for tuning in and your contribution in raising your own frequency in the entire collectives. For more resources and bonus material, check out the link in the description of this episode. Until next time, happy manifesting.